George Lopez is known to many, many people for oh. his much acclaimed work in television and movies. But I thought he enjoyed that, war. Was, I didn't know. Yeah, but before, <laughs> before all that was stand-up comedy, which we'll get a chance to see again Friday night right here at the Music Hall, right in downtown Detroit. Get to see George Lopez on stage. All right. And he's on the line with us right now. Hello, George. What's going on, Mitch? Hey, Joe. We're doing good. Ah. Thank you. Glad to have you coming Thank back you. to town. Thank you very much. You know, you know, to have Lowrider be your theme song, I mean, Bob Hope had thanks for the memories. It's not bad. Well, we could have played that, but, you know, <laughs> probably wouldn't have we gone over knew. that yes. well. Yeah, you know. Liberace so- had all be seeing you. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you've got Lowrider. Yeah. Well. I got well, Lowrider. I got Wear it proudly. Yeah, uh, so we're, we're not talking about any TVs, movie projects, because the strike is on. We oh, honor right. that. But I wonder if, if this is uh, giving comedians like yourself opportunities to return to live performance. Uh, you know, no one thought that this thing would go as long as it did. But uh, I don't know if this was scheduled prior to or just, to, you know, or people are adding to it. But. Are you finding that some of your comedian friends who also work in, in those other mediums are deciding, hey, well, I don't know, I hit the road while I'm waiting for this thing to settle? Well, you know, clearly everybody has, uh, you know, a need to be uh, and remain, you know, artistic and, and to, you know, apply your craft. But, you know, I can't speak for anybody because I'm not married, but a lot of dudes just want to get out of the house. <laughs> and there's that <laughs> and there's that so I mean, I try, I, when, in, in 2000 my show ended in 7 and then I was like I'm going to take a year off and I was home for a year and man I would have dug my way underground to Warner Brothers <laughs> to try to do that show <laughs> now you were married right you were married for a while right? I was yeah and yeah. And did you after you after you you know got divorced from that? Did you say to yourself, "That's it"? Like, are you a one-time married person? Would you never get married again? Um, is this live or is this like they? Uh... <laughs> no, this is live. So be careful. <laughs> yes, Your Honor. Uh, uh, I I think that I'm I I'm a a one and, and done guy. I got di- I got divorced in 2010. Ironically, you know, my attorney, who I didn't think had much of a sense of humor. Uh, it was 4th of July. I was playing golf at Pebble Beach, and he says, Hey, uh, sorry to call you on 4th of July, but uh, you, you, you've received your independence. You're, you're officially divorced. <laughs> <laughs> and that's well, it. Not, like, uh, you know, one and done, and you tried it. that. You know, it's just not for I, I, I think so. You know, I was always very a kind of a, you know, I'm an only child. And my grandparents raised me, and yeah. I was always really kind of a solitary person. You know, I think a lot of the comedians that, become popular are guys that aren't, you know, the most gregarious, aren't the f- most fun-loving guys. There's a bit of damage there, you know. So I've always been a, a bit of a, of a loner in life. And um, I think that um, um, when I was married, I was not uh, – I was a good provider. I wasn't a, very, I wasn't a very good partner. And, you know, also I kept, I kept forgetting where I w- would hide my second phone. that's just a marriage killer isn't it (laughs) yeah Yeah, the second phone 
You know, you, you, everything, everything, everything that was fun, my wife frowned upon, you know. Oh, well, I, I guess I understand why you don't want to do it again. As we're talking yeah. to George Lopez, yeah, yeah. You, you did yeah. mention, George, that, uh, you know, you, you were raised by your, your grandmother and you, you had a, I mean, a pretty tough go of it, you know, uh, in your early years. And, and then you mentioned that a lot of guys who kind of come from some, you know, difficult backgrounds and challenges end up making jokes on stage, what's the what's the connection? What's the evolution that leads somebody from that you would think would be a very unfunny uh, background to being funny for a living? Well, I think there's a lot of uh, suppression. You know, everything is being uh, suppressed, uh, and and you know now you you do things like like I literally would would ha- hold the uh, the door, the door jam, right into a door to the other room, the living room. My grandmother would be sitting watching television, and like a woodpecker, I would hit my head against the door jam to try to get attention. You know, and wow. uh, if you see this kid just banging his head, and when I would stop, my grandmother would say, "Yesterday you did twenty nine. <laughs> she was counting. She was counting. <laughs> but you know, it, it, and and the thing was, you know, it just was always, you know, everything was no, and everything was like, you know, my grandfather wasn't my biological grandfather, and uh, you know, he was a drinker, and he would um, flick my temple. When I was, you know, like eight, seven, eight, when he would get drunk, he'd, he'd say, come over here, and he'd flick my temple with his, with his index finger like he would flick, you know, a bug off of you or something. <laughs> oh, man. And I never I never cried, and I, I just said into, you know, my inner monologue was, you can't live forever. And um, in uh, 88, April of 88, he, he passed, and they had his, they had his uh, um, uh, viewing uh, near where we grew up, and I went to the viewing, and before they closed the coffin, I flicked his temple. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wow. That's, that's, that's a twisted that's kind of humor yeah. story. So, 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 yeah, it, it is twisted. And, and you know, it, it, may not, it may not be funny to tell somebody that doesn't know you, but anybody that knew me knew that, that I had the roughest, kind of the roughest upbringing of the guys that, that, um, yeah. that I grew up with, but, you know, I watched uh, a lot of rich, a lot, watched, watched a lot of TV. A lot, watched a lot of, you know, Richard Pryor was the only black person that my grandmother w- would let in the house by VHS, you know, so, <laughs> by VHS. So, so she was, she was very, very kind of, you know, they were, you know, they were unkind, uh, uh, racially insensitive. You know? I don't, I don't know what racially sensitive is, but I know what racially insensitive <laughs> is. Yeah. I know what, when I see right. it. Yeah. Was he Talk, your favorite comedian? Yeah. Was that your, the one that you grew up looking at or was there other comedians? Oh like man. Paul Rodriguez. Or whatever? Yeah. Uh, Paul Rodriguez was not my favorite. He comedian. was not. No, no, that fool, man. No, <laughs> I don't want to bring that up. But Richard Pryor. No, was. no, but I'll tell you. But but you know, speaking, you know, I would say like comedy is a bit is a bit like boxing. You know, so just because you're of the same weight division doesn't mean you're you know your friends. I I have, I I, I don't really hang around Paul Rodriguez. Really hung around him very much, but um, he was the guy that came first. But also, you know, like when in the early 80s, when I went to the comedy store to see him with my friends, and he was amazing, incredibly funny. And I looked at my friend when we were leaving, and I said, by the time I get that good, imagine how good that's, that guy's going to be. But that guy didn't have the work ethic that I, that, that I had. 
and you couldn't mm. sustain it. I mean, I started doing stand-up in 1979. I'm, I'm still wow. here. Wow. Wow. Mm. And George Lopez will be doing it again Friday night, yeah. October 27th, right here at the Music Hall. Do you find in these times that there are certain things that you just can't make jokes about, even though... Well, absolutely. Comedy... Let, me, let, me tell, let me tell you a story, you know. So, so this is all alleged. I must say, right. um, that <laughs> story. when our, 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 our former lead, our, the former leader of our country, yeah. uh, Iran had offered a bounty of $80 million alleged. So on Instagram, I wrote, we'll do it for half. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, that, uh, became, uh, it went viral and, and, and I got a visit from the secret service that came to my house because of, I said, I'll do, it. Wow. I'll do it. We'll do it for half. Wow. And uh, they came in there and they said to me, um, do you remember retweeting? And also they have everything that you've ever put on social media. Oh, they they have at their, so, so my lawyer was with me and he says, do you remember retweeting alleged photo of El Chapo holding the former leader's uh, body part? And I said, El Chapo, man. Um, Wow, who is, is that? A, is that one? Of, is he one of the Gypsy Kings? I'm not. <laughs> and they showed me that they, the guy opened the envelope and said uh, this, and I said, "Oh, he said you think that's funny?" I said, "Right now, I don't." When I did it, I, <laughs> thought, I, it. I don't find any, I don't find anything yeah. humorous about about this. So, 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 they said that uh, you know they were there to assess whether I was a threat to his safety. Right. And then I said, well, well, let me say this. You know, my lawyer's like, you don't have to say anything. Just, just let me say this. So what is alleged to be a threat for you in my culture will do it for half. We would consider it an estimate. So, <laughs> I mean, you had a lot of courage. To, if you can find somebody to do it cheaper, you don't hire them. You know? And those uh, guys have no sense you of You had a lot of courage. <laughs> See, hey. Zero reaction. Right. No, no sense of humor. What would yeah. you think? Yeah. They're going to bust up laughing? Yeah. I, so, and I someone think, would come in and arrest them. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey come on, you know, Sacred Joe. Come on, hey, this stuff's funny. Come on, what are you guys doing? <laughs> well, you can hear these stories and more uh, when George Lopez comes to the Music Hall on, which is a beautiful venue. I don't mm -hmm. know if you've played that room yeah. before, but That's amazing, it's a gor yeah. gorgeous yeah. theater, gorgeous theater. You're going to be great. We, we are happy to have you coming back to Detroit. Looking forward to seeing you and many more things once the, once the strike is over. Thanks for spending a little yes, time sir. with us, George. Always good to talk to you. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you much. It's good to hear your voice, Mitch. George Lopez here on 760 right. WGN.